Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. I want to tell over a story that I heard from Rabbi Chaim Schwartz last Shabbos, which is just fascinating and blew my mind. There's a story told by Rabbi Usher Wade, who was a Methodist minister who converted to Orthodox Judaism. And this story goes back to 1974, where Rabbi Usher Wade um, became friends with a Jewish cadet whose name was Stuart, and he was at an army base called West Point. And he never saw Stuart as a really religious person until one day he came in wearing this yarmulke, and Rabbi Wade was wondering why Stuart had suddenly changed and now was wearing a yarmulke and being outright or outwardly Jewish. And Stuart then told him the following amazing story. Stuart was taking this course called The History of Military Tactics and Field Strategies. And the course covered tactics used by militaries from around the world and throughout history. And towards the end of the course, Stuart raised his hand and asked the following question. He said, Professor, we've gone through many months of discussing military tactics from numerous wars throughout history, but we never once discussed the tactics used by Israel during all the Israel-Arab wars throughout history. Why, why is that? And the teacher, who was a three-star general, who happened to be Presbyterian, and he was normally a friendly person, he looked at him very sternly, and he told him, Stuart, I'm not answering that question right now, meet me in my office after class. And Cadet Stewart was obviously shaken and nervous by this response, and he did as he was told and went to uh, the colonel's office after class, and he said, close the door and sit down. And he sat him down, and he said something to the extent of this. He said, do you think that we at West Point haven't studied the Israel-Arab wars throughout history? Do you know that there's a reason why we have not included them in any of our textbooks? And Stuart was getting even more nervous as to why he was saying that they were not included in the textbooks. And he said, he continued this uh, three-star military general, and he said, we have studied, we have studied and analyzed every single aspect of the Israel-Arab wars throughout history, but we could not come up with one logical reason as to how Israel was able to defeat the Arabs in every single war. It just defies logic, and therefore it's not showing up in any of our military books and in any of our courses because there's only one possible reason why Israel's winning these wars, and that's because somebody else must be fighting the war for them. And that, you can figure out who it was. He was obviously referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And at that point, he went back and he uh, said to himself, this is crazy, and he went through his trunk, and he found this old cloth yarmulke that he once had, I guess, from his bar mitzvah, and from that point on, he started wearing a yarmulke. An incredible story, which tells us about Klal Yisrael and the mazel of Klal Yisrael. There's no logical reason why Israel has been winning a war after war against uh, nations that want to just destroy, and their charter is to just destroy and get rid of Judaism and wipe Israel off the map. We find something very interesting in this week's parsha that also leads to this idea that sometimes things defy logic. And obviously we can turn to the story of Sarah, that Sarah was a very old lady, and I don't know about you, but I've never heard of 90-year-olds 
having children. I think the Guinness Book of World Records has somebody maybe who was close to 70 who had a child. But this defied all logic that Sora, she laughed and uh, she when she heard that she was about to have a child. It defied logic. And the Gemara and Shabbos tells us very clearly on the daf kuf nun vav, it says, Ein mazel to Yisrael. Now, there's no mazel to Yisrael. That, uh, Am Yisrael, Kla Yisrael, is immune to any influence from the planets, the constellations, however you want to interpret mazel. And this is something which is a big lesson to us, that sometimes... The only reason why Sarah, just like Sarah was was able to have a child, was through her tefillos, as we're told many times throughout the Gemaras, Gemara Moikatan, and other Gemaras, that the the only reason why she was able to have children, other of our Avos and Imos who were sterile or they were Akaros, they couldn't have children, there's no logic. You can't find a medical textbook that can explain why Sari Mena was able to have uh, to have children. And what's even more interesting is we find that um, this idea of Ein Mazel Yisrael in the words of Malachi. The words of Malachi, it says that Kla Yisrael's existence is really governed by a different set of rules than other nations of the world, just like we talked about in the story that we started out today's podcast, that there's no military strategy that can explain how Israel's won these wars. But the Pasuk of Malachi says, Ki Ani Hashem Shanisi, for I, HaKadosh Baruch, have not changed, therefore the sons of Yaakov have not reached their end. So the Gemara in Sota tells us what does this prophecy mean. It means that I didn't strike a nation and repeat a blow to it. Um, but as for you, Klal Yisrael, I kept up after so much punishment and my arrows are ended, but you are not ended. That's the, the Rashi on the Gemara in Sota on Daftes. And the Radak tells us that unlike other nations that disappeared from the face of the earth, everything was wiped out, and Kla Yisrael in itself should have been wiped out. That's the Teva. HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes L'maylam in a Teva. He goes above nature, and therefore he can change nature. And through our Tefillahs, through our Achtas, that's how we can change nature. Obviously, we're going through a really difficult time right now in the history of Kla Yisrael. And we've never seen Achtos like this, at least I've never seen Achtos in Am Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, as I've seen when during my uh, time that I was there after October 7th, that the Achtos of Kla Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael is, is amazing. And through our tefillos, through our learning, through our Gmilus Chasadim, Mir Tashem, this should help us bring a Geula that would defy the logic, would defy what military strategists would say Israel has no chance, and say, nope, this is going to go something that's Lamaila Minateva. And as the stories compiling in about the amazing things that have happened so far, Amir Tashem, we should be benched by Akadosh Baruch Hu that we should have a true Geula Shalema, and that this should bring us towards Mashiach, Bimheira Biyameinu. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. 
I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych podcast.